This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. This is the Blitz 1170. All right, welcome back. Coming to you live this afternoon here on the Blitz from the 67th annual Tulsa Boat, Sport, and Travel Show. Every single person that walks by with a tall boy, what is wrong with me? Why are you so jealous? I don't know. It's (laughs) Friday. The snow is finally clearing up or the ice, and all I want is to sip on a cold one, a nice cold beer, Dion. (laughs) <laughs> that we can have heading into the weekend. But I'll wait. I'll wait until we're off the air. Please uh, do. This is ten and a half acres of boats and RVs here inside the uh, Expo Center SageNet Center building. You just went on a walk, I think, think to, to check some things out. You left me at the table by myself. What did you see well, out did there? Did you want to come to the restroom with I mean, me? That would be a little awkward. I'm, I, I didn't know that's, that's exactly where you were going. But uh, well, I didn't get to walk around much, but, I, but I, I've already spotted an RV that – you know, it's only 800K. I think, you know. Only. Yeah, I'll, I'll bust out the credit card here know, in a moment and just take care of that. Yeah. Pocket money. All right, let's hit up the hotline and welcome in our special guest. He is Brett McMurphy joining us now from the Action Network here on the Blitz 1170. Brett, thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. How are you, man? Hey, doing good. Hope you guys are doing well. We are indeed. Uh, I wanted to bring you on to talk a little Big 12 with you because the Action Network was the first to kind of jump on the story back in December about these negotiations that the conference was happening with the Big 12 with their television partners in Oklahoma and Texas trying to find a path forward, Brett, to leave in 2024. Uh, At that point, did you feel like that we were on the path towards that actually happening when you reported on it back in December? Well, yeah, the, the P, everyone that I was talking to from Fox, from ESPN, from the league, from the schools, they were all um, very optimistic. Everybody wanted to get it done. They all realized, you know, how difficult it was because it's just not like you and I trying to make a deal where you give a little bit, <laughs> I give a little bit. Okay, let's go. You have five different parties that have to basically be made whole or feel like they're getting what they want. So. Um, currently in the situation we're at now, uh, you know, all the parties don't feel that way. Um, so now there seems to be some pessimism that maybe this thing doesn't get done. The good news is there's no hard set deadline. So uh, it's not like this thing can't happen, but it's just, I think, you know, all the parties are realizing how complicated, not that they didn't know it, but now that you're get, getting this far and you're getting down to the final details, they're now realizing that, you know, how, how challenging this is going to be. So with, with, the, with the parties that you were talking to, because, you know, you hear various things uh, there, y- you pretty much confirmed then that, like, everyone was on the same page. Like, everyone has a feeling that this is more than likely the best thing to happen with, this, with them trying to separate. We just can't make it happen financially at this point. So it's not like there's one entity that is feeling jilted over the other uh, about the scenario that's played out. They, they actually want to get it done. Well, there's, there's two, actually, ESPN and Fox. I mean, I, I tweeted about, I don't know, an hour ago that basically Oklahoma, Texas, and the Big 12 have reached an agreement 
all three parties are in agreement on what the exit agreement would be for them to for OU and Texas to leave early and join the SEC in 2024. Well, that's great, but still, ESPN has to be made whole. Fox has to be made whole, and if they're not, then the deal can't happen. So that's kind of where we're at now. The networks are the ones that feel like I was told that they're not, quote, satisfied, that they're not, quote, made whole in this deal. And so if they're not made whole, then they're not going to agree to let this happen. So even though OU, Texas, and the Big 12 may come to an agreement on what it will take for them to get out of the – specifically to get out of the league a year early – ESPN and Fox still have to be on board with how it impacts them because you've got OU and Texas, you know, going from the Big 12 to the SEC. Obviously, that will still, that will be, uh, you know, involved with ESPN, but Fox loses games with OU and Texas. How will they be compensated? How will that be offset? And again, there's not necessarily a right or wrong answer. You can't say, well, Fox should accept this amount or ESPN should agree to this amount. (laughs) Because that's up to each company. They have to decide that for themselves. And I, I know everyone likes to put blame on somebody on why this may or may not happen. Um, but right now, if it doesn't happen, it's because the networks don't feel like they are fairly compensated. So if you want to blame somebody, you can blame them. But I don't necessarily think that's fair because, you know, they, no. if you're going to do a deal, well, are you going to accept a deal that you feel like is not fair to you? You're not. So it doesn't mean you're wrong. It just means you're not getting what what you think you need is fair value. Brad, have you heard any of the ways that they were trying to actually make them whole? Because there have been various reports about, you know, even setting um, SEC games from the two schools back in the Big 12 footprint, you know, potentially if, if that could happen. I, I would assume that they, they've exhausted a variety of different ways to try to make ESPN and Fox uh, and that entity uh, whole, so to speak, with, with what's happening right now. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they've looked at everything. I I haven't heard when you say SEC. If you're talking about SEC conference games, I've not heard that one. But obviously, one way to do it would be Oklahoma and Texas to play non-conference games in against Big 12 opponents in Big 12 stadiums, yep. the, the new Big 12. Um, I've heard possibly basketball games um, being a possibility. Uh, you know, there's a number of number of factors. The issue is, and this is what I reported back, you know, in the fall that, you know, both Joe Castiglione and Chad Weiberg, the ADs of both schools, told me, you know, the bedlam is basically dead once OU goes to the SEC. And it's not necessarily they don't want to play each other. It's because both schools are scheduled out for the next 10 to 12 years with their non-conference schedule. So if OU is can't play bedlam then how are they going to add non-conference games against big 12 teams and i'm sure texas is in the same spot so you know i had heard that that's a one possibility where fox could recoup some of its lost revenue but you know is ou and texas going to cancel non-conference power five games and they've got a lot of attractive both schools have a lot of attractive opponents coming in to make this deal happen you know, I, again, there's not a right or wrong answer. It's just how badly do they want this to happen? Is that the only solution? Is there another way to get this done? And that's why, you know, initially when I reported this in December, everyone said, yeah, everyone wants this to get done, but it's getting all five parties, you know, to sign off on it would be the biggest challenge. And that's obviously what we're seeing now. 
We're talking with Brett McMurphy from the Action Network here on the Blitz 1170. Brett, is what separates ESPN and Fox from this? It seems because it seems like together they're both unsatisfied. What kind of separates them from the for, at the table in negotiations? Well, I mean, I don't have the the specific details, but obviously ESPN, you know, they go from having they've got the Big Twelve TV rights. Um, through 25, and obviously they're part of the new deal going forward. Um, Fox has the current is part of the current deal, and they're part of the, the new deal going forward in 2025. But specifically for Fox, if Texas and OU leave the Big 12 early, then that last year of their deal that they've already signed for, and you know whatever the number it's worth, in theory now it's worth less money because Oklahoma and Texas are not a part of that last year. So if it's worth if it's less um, if it's worth less X amount of dollars, how can you make up that money to Fox? And that's what they're trying to figure out. Whether it's non-conference games, football, basketball, whatever it is, and is Fox going to be happy with that? ESPN's is, it's kind of a little bit different because they still get OU in Texas in the SEC, but it's you know is their value different when they're in the SEC than it is in the Big Twelve because now they're part of a bigger conference with more bigger name teams. You know, I, I honestly don't have the answer to that. So that's where it's kind of tricky. And it's not just simply let's pay school, you know, let's have OU and Texas pay X amount and then they can leave and let's pay ESPN X amount. And then we can pay Fox X amount because you're kind of each, each party is kind of, you know, taking money from different pots, if you will, and trying to move them around so everybody is taken care of. And so that's that's kind of the challenge that we're at here with Fox and ESPN. But I don't know specifically, you know, Fox is demanding X millions of dollars or ESPN is demanding X millions of dollars or X, X number of games or anything like that. Uh, so that's where it gets tricky. You know, it's uh, – it, it... The way that the report from this morning, Brett, was worded, and I'm glad you kind of said this off the top, is you could take that in a way that makes it seem like the door is shut forever. But there's no deadline on this. You know, I know they're, they're meeting in no, Dallas today. Who, who, who knows what they have moving forward? So uh, for everyone th- earlier this morning that was already saying, well, see, they're, they're definitely dead set, we still got a ways to go on this. And if you think that they're just automatically going to set by idly, knowing how bad that everyone's ready to move on from the, from the scenario, uh, I would think that there's going to be multiple rounds of them. And it still doesn't mean that they'll get something done, right? They could still be in this exact same position. But it's not for a lack of trying here moving forward as we inch closer to the summer months. Right. And I actually reached out to some, some folks with the SEC and I said, you know, look, is there a dead, is there, do you guys have a deadline OU in Texas if they're going to join your league in 2024 when like when do you have to know this is going to happen and they said that they really didn't have a set deadline and they they thought that and I didn't I didn't look this up but they thought when Missouri joined the SEC that Missouri announced that decision in November and then started playing in uh, September the following year so um, if that's the case we've still got you know, what are we, February? We've got 10 more yeah. months if if um, if that goes that long. So, um, you know, I, I think everybody would want to get it done sooner rather than later. But and that is a that is a play on words, by the way. But um, whether that happens or not, we'll have to see. <laughs> 
Uh, last one I have for you. Uh, did you have some general thoughts on the schedule release? I mean, I know that you you look at – I thought it was weird the way that it broke down where you have two schools that are playing like all the four newbies that are coming in at West Virginia and Oklahoma State. Um, and then you had like BYU that only played one newcomer. But was there anything that stood out from you when the Big 12 schedule was released on Monday? Now, uh, a couple of things. Uh, Houston has to love the schedule because they get Texas – and they get Texas there. They get Oklahoma State. Uh, I think they get TCU. they got to love that. And then Dana Holgerson doesn't have to play West Virginia and Morgantown. He gets them at home. Um, I thought it was interesting that both OU and Texas get a bye week after the, after the game in Dallas. They both end their seasons also the same day, Friday after Thanksgiving at home. And then for Oklahoma State, I know – I don't know if it's still currently this way. I know a couple of years ago Oklahoma State had the most – Texans on their roster of any any non-Texas team but then you look at the Cowboys schedule and the only Texas team they play is Houston and I'm sure recruiting wise they probably aren't happy with that but again this is a a one-year deal Uh, we got to see what happens in 2024 Um, you know what I don't know and I don't think they know either is if OU and Texas don't leave early are they just simply going to with the schedule in 24 and have everybody go to the place they played at, you know, the previous year, or would they totally redo it? That's something um, I think that's still yet to be determined. Well, let's hope we don't get to that point and everyone can come to a, uh, a uh, happy agreement on everything moving forward. So, uh, we can all move in the new directions and uh, get settled into a new conference here in Big 12 country. Brett, I really appreciate you. Thank you for jumping on last moment with us here uh, in Tulsa. Always appreciate your work, and uh, we'll definitely be in touch sometime again soon. Okay, thank you. Oh, thank you. That is Brett McMurphy joining us here on the Blitz 1170, live from the Tulsa Boat Sport and Travel Show. And there you have it. So there's not an X amount of money from one network to the other. They have discussed multiple things, such as playing non-conference games with SEC teams like Texas and Oklahoma in the Big 12 footprint or in the Big 12 stadiums. Maybe even I would assume that they've – because there's options within the Big 12 footprint that also include playing neutral site games, whether that's in Houston, whether that's in Arlington. Uh, That could be in in a variety of other places. There's options there. So basically what I'm saying is if you listen to any dummy on the radio and they're bringing up, hey, here's the solution, trust me, the conference has talked about it with the television networks because they're far smarter than any of us that are on the radio in this state. I, I had one more question, and I wasn't going to ask Brett because I didn't, I didn't think this was a question that I should be asking him. I thought this was just a general question that I think you or Colby could answer for me. But uh, as far as the ESPN side of things, how does with Texas and OU – going to the SEC, how does it devalue it doesn't, their, their, pro, their program or that specific game well, rather it, than them being the Big 12? What it means is is that the SEC, I don't believe that their new television deal that they have, the giant new one, I don't think it starts until 2025, if I'm not mistaken. So that means that you are basically getting a year of OU in Texas like on the cheap, right? before your big money kicks in. So they're looking at it as it's not, it's not the same equal value when we have two new huge entities that are coming in here because they're pretty much in agreement with where their money's at. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still a, l- a little bit lost on, uh, from that aspect of it. So because 
because they're coming in as a team, part of the big money deal, uh -huh. that that dividing that money by that specific yeah, you're game two is schools it's, it's incredibly bigger. on the cheap. And yeah. You're already you're pretty much on the cheap anyway. The fact that CBS was paying what they were paying for that two thirty window on CBS, yeah. which was Listen, I work for a company that has an affiliation with CBS, but if you were to get them and give them truth serum at the head at CBS, they knew what they were getting. They were getting that, that conference at, like, pennies on the dollar yeah. for what they're getting ready to get. So that's how I take it anyway. It's, 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 it's very interesting to me the, how the math but and think the money works in the, from the business side of things, how that As all works out. As he said, out. though, five – they always talk about locker rooms, trying to get that many people all agreeing on one thing and moving yeah. in one direction, right? Whether that's anything. But now take that and multiply it by a billion with the egos that go in through college athletics and then multiply that by another million because the egos that go in with television networks and try to get five entities with all of that hanging over them trying to agree on something. Yeah, I mean, it was a, it's a Hail Mary. I'm not saying it's that they can't complete it, but they got time, they, which is why you shouldn't completely rule out that something still won't get done. It's just not – in the month of February right now, it's a no. It's a no, bro. But ask me again in June. I mean, they have a lot of stuff to play with. I mean, you heard, Brett, they could look at basketball and see if, if that – Did you not laugh at that the way I did? <laughs> I mean, it's still an option. I mean, there's other sports involved, right? But, yeah, <laughs> it's not valued at the same amount. I mean, The Big 12 would probably look at the quiz. They, they're ending the Big 12. This was the last year for the Big 12 SEC thing anyway. Oh, really, was it? Yeah. Oh. So what value does SEC basketball bring? That's true. We do I have to ask the question. We, we, I mean, I other, there's than, other than Kentucky. I get there's Kentucky, and they're down this year. Yeah. And I know Alabama's resurgence and a really good team. Right. Outside of. Last weekend here in this state. That's shellacking they took. And there's Arkansas, but in, in the grand scheme of things, I'm not quite sure where the overall value is for that because the Big 12 might have looked at that or Fox might have looked at that and said, like, why? <laughs> why? So we'll see. Hopefully they can get it done because I don't, don't you understand now this is not a, hey, we want to stay. This is not a, hey, we're hanging on to them to make them sweat a little bit more. Everyone wants everyone gone, right? Everyone is ready to move on. I mean, it's proven in the fact that the Big 12, Texas, and OU have come to an agreement, and, and, the, SC and the SEC, the problem is the networks. Yeah. Now, if you were to ask the individual athletic directors from, like, Cincinnati or somewhere else like that, hey, would you like to have another year of potentially having, like, a Texas in your home stadium? Of course. Of course. Cincinnati got gifted Oklahoma. Their very first Big 12 conference game is Oklahoma at home. Do you know what that means for them? Yeah. That's, that's massive, ma major, man. That's major, major. Major. All right, it's 2.20. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back. When we do on the opposite side, we will dive into other topics of the day because we've spent the majority of the day talking about this, even though we're at the Tulsa Boat Sport and Travel Show. We'll uh, have a combo, by the way, coming up with a lovely young woman from the Tulsa Boat Sport and Travel Show about everything that you can find inside of this building. Don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. I, I wasn't looking at you. You anyway. might need to go cool off in one of those hot tubs over there.
that, that, that thing doesn't cool you off. I don't think it's warm water <laughs> that's over there right now. You don't know that. I, I think so. so you I think so. Might be some bubbles over there now. Speaking of hot tubs, if Dan Hawk doesn't stop asking me to come over to his house, <laughs> he did it again today. He's like, you know, I'm having a Super Bowl party. You can come over and get in the hot tub. No, Dan, no. I don't feel like sitting in hawk soup. I just don't. Why? He just wants to bond with you, Pop. Can he get the hint? <laughs> like, we're cool at work, but, I mean, it doesn't need to go any further than that. I mean, why right? don't you just accept his love? It doesn't need to go any further than that. Why don't you just accept his love? Maybe you shouldn't start with a, hey, do you want to come over and join me in the hot tub? Right. At that point, I'm pretty much out. And I don't know if there's any pulling me back in. <laughs> we'll pull out then. We need to break. We'll come back with more from the Tulsa Boat Sport and Travel Show next year on the Blitz 1170. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.